0: Should I find my written down intro? Should I I wing it? No, just wing it. Just wing it? Oh, yeah. Sup, nerds? Sup, nerds? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) was to me? Oh, that was to everybody listening. Okay, because you are listening to Some Nobodies Review Lovecraft Country. My name is Dylan. I'm Zach. And we are Some Nobodies, a podcasting media group. And as you heard about 15 seconds ago, we're here to talk about HBO's adaptation of the novel Lovecraft Country by the same name.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Episode 6. Episode 6. Meet me in Daigoo. Yeah, do you want to continue and read the synopsis for that? I do. Cool tidbit, do you know how this synopsis got onto IMDb? Was it added by you? It was added by me. No kidding. It still isn't on there, but I read the one on HBO, realized IMDb doesn't have it, so I updated it from leaving, Some Nobodies.
0: Leaving a mark.
1: So, if you go on IMDb, you'll see that uh, the synopsis for episode 6 is written by Some Nobodies. Uh, but anyway, here it is. In the throes of the Korean War, nursing student Jia crosses paths with a wounded Atticus, who has no recollection of their first violent encounter.
0: Yeah. 1st
1: spoiler spooler-free thoughts. This was a
0: good episode. It was a breather episode in the way that it can be.
1: Yeah, it was. If if this were like a, an anime, this would be one of those like buffer episodes where it, you could almost skip it and not really learn anything. But it is told entirely
0: in flashback. Yeah. From start to finish, there yeah. is no moment where it jumps ahead. No. And it regards a character who has been mysteriously, mostly absent, at least visually.
1: Well, you see her twice. You,
0: know, you see an apparition of her.
1: Twice. Yeah.
0: In the mansion.
1: In the mansion as a, as a gunner, mm-hmm. and then as an alien in the very, oh, yes. very beginning scene. <laughs> yes. So, which, after watching this, you're like, well, now I know why he sees her as an yeah. alien. Um, what about
0: your, your opinion on the episode? Though?
1: I like this one a lot. I thought that it was very intriguing. Um, I kept getting caught off guard by what I was learning. And every little bit of information, you don't learn more about the current story but you learn why things are relevant to the current story. It makes kind of Monte Cristo more important. It makes his, you know, the things that he says to her way more important because he asks her, like, what are you? Now, before, why would you know that? Yep. Now, of course. So, all in all, it's not my favorite, but I'll say it's probably my top three. Spoilers from here on. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's safe to say. Yeah, spoiler
1: free. If you haven't seen it, obviously stop listening to us and go watch it. Come this
0: back. episode removes a lot of mystery from various elements in previous episodes. As you said, yeah. It, expi- it doesn't explain everything. True. But it gives context to a lot of Tick's...
1: Tick's. The thing I liked about this episode the most was how it regulated more mystery. Like, when she opens up to people about what she is, no one is ever like, that's crazy. Except for Tick, obviously. Well, But yeah. when she opens up to her friend, her friend's like, oh yeah, that's... Uh, me too. We're Oh, yeah. You know? I just thought that was really, really cool how... <laughs> I thought it was really cool how like people just aren't that upset about mysticism like there's so much in the world that she didn't it, tell her friend what she was she just said I'm different there was a lot of conversation about what the mother wanted and even the friend yeah. at one point says your mother doesn't see you for who you are she sees you for who you who she wants you to be yeah. so I think that I think she knows
0: I I don't know because that was should we go into yeah, the episode and it. pick okay. this conversation up yeah. at an appropriate point absolutely
1: okay quick aside the second me and Dylan were done recording our review of Lovecraft, Suzanne ran into the room, just got done watching it, and really wanted to add her notes, so here's what she thought before we get into our review. Thanks.
2: Alright, so my zero-researched, fresh take right off the episode is, like I said before, to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the last time you saw anything on TV where the language choice was Korean. Or where the majority of the episode was in Korean, rather.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point because right when you know Parasite was getting big, everyone was like, "You can't." I don't have farm.
2: time for subtitles. I can't, I read. can't read. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. And
1: half of this movie was subtitled, and or episode. Oh yeah, half of it, it felt like a movie to me. The drama.
2: Yeah.
0: Like there was a point
2: place. where yeah. when they're all lined up, the nurses are pulled away from their shift, lined up. At gunpoint, mm-hmm. and she says, "Wait!" And literally, I don't know if it's actually the first time we hear her speak English, but it, there has been so much Korean language spoken that I'm like, "Oh, she speaks English." Yeah. yeah, the only, and time, then, yeah, the only time we saw her speak English was when she's reciting a Julie, Judy Garland right, quote. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was like, and then the second thing was the majority of the episode was driven by Korean, Korean American female actors. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have these women playing roles that like they can historically and accurately represent. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have a representation in an unprecedented form for a mass Mm -hmm. audience to consume.
1: Yeah. And this is one of the few shows and we were talking about this, you know, off mic beforehand, but not many things hit the Bechtel test. And this was one. This was two women that both have names that are talking about something other than a man or other than just the basic plot of the story. And it is refreshing to see because you can't really name that many times you get to witness that. Um, so yeah, very very poignant. Mm-hmm. What else do you think? Overall, what was your thoughts?
2: Um. Alright, so when Jia and Yunjia are having like the conversation right after that communist man has been hung, mm-hmm. And, like, the conversation they're having is, like, this sort of snaking, weaving thing where it's, like, are you talking about your love for each other? Are you talking about hiding that side of you? Or are you talking about hiding a communist side to you? Like, so like the you layering... Yeah, the my like, friend. the yeah. layering all of that and the idea that, like, whether or not this character G has bisexual or, or, or non... I don't know, non-binary in her sexual preferences or whatever. Like, the idea that she is possessed with that feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's so layered for her that she doesn't even understand what it is. And it's like, you don't get to see that in media. So, like,
1: that's pretty cool. No, I like that a lot, yeah. The
2: the metaphorical wrestling of one's identity with, like, oh, I'm literally a demon who's been told from childhood that I don't have emotions and I'm not human.
1: Yeah. Do you think there's any juxtaposition between... Uh, occupying a country as a war versus occupying a person from a demon versus having something that you don't know is within you to get out. Because it's almost like uh, different forms of possessions, but not.
2: Yeah, I think that, like, the story being set in Korea during this, like, occupation and war-torn time, and then the idea that, like, like, as a woman, and then as this demon spirit, like... I, I, yeah, that like really like just adds to it. Like, there's something to be said about like constantly having others' wills exerted upon you. So like the conversation and confrontation between jihad and Uma, mother character, uh, where she's like, "So what is the right type of love? Like, can you tell me? Like, do you love me the right way? Like yeah. that that shifting of perspective. Like, yeah, you could apply it to like a country kind of being like." So Americans that are now stepping on the throat of our country, like, why is this okay? Like, yeah. you've replaced one oppressor with another. And, like, I think that's an interesting juxtaposition, not only because of, like, the violence inherent in both scenarios, but also the fact that it's most typically a privileged white perception that is being exerted on the world, on women, in third nation countries where we need help, this, this swashbuckling fella comes up to help you only to push you right back in the mud.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. So overall, great Loved episode it. though. Loved Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to see moving forward?
2: Um, I want to see, oh, ooh, I want to see Jiha's full form. I want to see a reconciliation of those two sides because I don't think that you lose one for the other. Um, I think that that was hinted at between... The moment she shared with that fox. Mm -hmm. Um, That Mm -hmm. sentence was weird. Please fix it. Um, And I guess I want to see the tension that will naturally occur between Tick and Letty now that Atticus has kind of come full circle to understanding what happened with Jiha and being more receptive to understanding her story. I kind of low-key want to see that drama unfold.
1: Yeah, they definitely. I love up. Letty. Yeah, I they, love
2: Jihad, but now I'm like, oh dang, what's going to happen here?
1: You do like a good love triangle. They should get I love and it. Just dump
2: I agree. Well, not that like tick's like worthy of dumping. I just you don't see that story. All right, last question.
1: <laughs> what do you think was on the piece of paper that the shaman burnt?
2: I don't think it's a matter of what was on the paper so much as it is what was seen in the ash and smoke. So the same way yeah. you would consume a cup of tea and read the leaves, okay. or you would scatter bones and read what you see after—it's not the thing, but the, the act of or the consumption of. Uh, I didn't seem like she pulled it from a particular place. The shaman, um, I—I yeah. haven't like read, like yep. rewatched the episode. Rather, I mean, um, I haven't rewatched the episode. So yeah, it seemed like it was just like here's a piece of paper, but yeah, just... knowing knowing a shaman and knowing the magic possessed in that space. She would know it's under that candle. Yeah. It could be something specific. It could also be the piece of paper that Uma had to sign or give over oh, in order no, to receive. Yeah, so it could be she the contract. So she's burning the contract and now now it's like whatever debt. Now one of the last things that the shaman says is that she
1: hasn't connected to her darkness yet.
2: Oh what yeah, you, you haven't even lasts? begun to see the darkness yet. Right. So I think that speaks to leaning into the magic, the mysticism of herself, of Of that spirit within her, the idea that, like, she was starting to control it. She had this interaction with Tick where it seemed like she was so emotional and so enjoying of the moment that she did lose control. But then the fact that she saw something beyond actually killing him, that there was a retraction, and that, like, that might speak to something special about Tick. And so, their two spirits might have a connection in the series. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, Suzanne Grimmer, one of some nobodies. And remember, you can find me nowhere.
1: (laughs) Episode six starts uh, with a Judy Garland movie in a theater. And the movie is uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not. I don't think so. I might have
0: seen it when I was young.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's okay. a classic, you know, yeah. it's one of those movies. But the movie does revolve around a life, uh, one year in the life of Judy Garland, mm-hmm. which knowing that, watching this. Right. And the way they set this up, it's one year. A little bit of synchronicity. Geos. Yeah, so very cool. So she's watching this and she kind of gets into a bit of like a dancing and singing montage and wants She's to... dancing
0: along with the action on Sparrow. Yeah. At least imagining it.
1: Right. it turns out quickly that she's actually not doing it, she's just thinking about it and all that stuff is in her head and it seems like she has a glazed over look on her eyes which comes into play a lot later on. Um, that's when we get the logo. Now, when you saw the logo, what did you think? Because it, it's like a it's like a purplish, what I, what I saw was like vines, yeah, uh, which I know tendrils. now. Yeah, tendrils. Yeah, tendrils, yeah. I know now that they're tails mm-hmm. um, and there is uh, a couple Korean symbols. We think they're Korean symbols. Yeah,
0: we looked these up, and we think, couldn't find anything.
1: I think what they are is the symbols inside a tick's I mean, ring.
0: I, that makes sense to me. But I, we could not
1: look this up. We could not no. confirm this, so uh, stupidly, we thought they were Korean first. If you
0: know, let us
1: know by contacting us. Please, give us any details. We're interested. Um, so, yeah, so that comes on, and then it cuts to... Jia walking into her house. She's mm-hmm. humming a song, and that's when we get the first bit of timeline. Yes. And this is fall of 1949. Yep. Um, in the midst of the Korean War, just before America gets involved. Right. And now we know that from this setting, we do know that this is Jia, and mm-hmm. we do know that this is three years before our story. Uh, the Korean War was over in '53, so. It
0: comes back in 50...
1: Oh, yeah. I think it shows fifty three or fifty four. <laughs> yeah. So it's roughly three or four. Anyway. Either way, this whole this whole episode is a flashback. Yes. Of Giaz, mm-hmm. a character we don't know. Yeah. Um so after the Yeah, so she's humming a song, which we later know what that song is, which makes the yes. song so much worse. But she's preparing Kimchi, um, and they're talking about like the financial difficulties of how the family has changed since the mom's father, the mom's husband has yes. passed. And ever since that, they haven't been invited to the traditional gathering where mm-hmm. all Koreans get together and make kimchi for the winter. And she's just saying how, even though Jia's in nursing school, she needs to get a man. Yes. That's the only her thing. Mother her mother
0: is concerned with her being single.
1: Yeah. Because kind of like having a man is the only thing that brings honor to her that family. That is what we're led
0: to believe.
1: At first, You need yeah. to bring a man back. To bring honor back to our family, yeah. Um, then we're going to have a hard cut to Gia in her classes, anatomy mm-hmm. classes, and... She's a nursing student. <clears throat> yeah, she's yep. a nursing... And I think this is really cool, what they're doing here, because even though Gia is obviously very interested in what she's learning, she's very into the model, mm-hmm. when we overhear the other girls, they're just talking about boys. And it's a complete shift in focus for Gia. Yep. But we do see that one of the girls kind of has a little bit of an eye connection with Gia yep. for some reason. Notices her socks. Um and then we're gonna go from there and we're cutting straight to a speed dating scene. Yeah, which is the meeting. Yeah, it's the meeting. So in the scene before this, Gia overhears all the girls talking and one of the girls asks, how did you get this guy to fall in love you so fast? And what yeah. we see is Gia <laughs> using that same sentence yeah. on this next man.
0: You are very, what is it? You are very attractive, but I'm mostly
1: attracted to a brain. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, And it doesn't work on the first guy. Doesn't he work. dits pretty quickly. And then the second, guy that sits up. Um, she goes into more of her style, which she actually just recites a different Judy Garland. She
0: talks about Judy Garland, and the man comes back with, you are buying into American propaganda despite the fact that Japanese have done their best to destroy our culture and yeah. immediately X's her out.
1: Right. And the movie that she's referencing about Judy Garland is about how Judy Garland just cannot find love anywhere, okay. and she's trying so hard to yeah. so that was pretty interesting, too. So then it goes to the third person, and um... They have she, a little. She gets it, real. It have a bit of rapport. Yeah, she gets real with yeah. them. It seems like they're having a good time, and yes. he ends up liking Judy Garland and yes. knowing these movies. Yeah.
0: But then wishes her good luck and X's her out. Yeah. And then goes to ask a different woman
1: out. Her friend. Yeah. From the the scene earlier, yeah. so, um, she cusses. Yeah. She's yeah. upset. She's so great. She's such a great actor. Uh, Jamie Chung completely owns this episode. Yeah, this is her episode completely. Her and the mom. The mom kind of has a pretty good role. Yeah. But next to Jamie Chung, no one is touching her acting. No. She is in every single scene. She's emoting so well. She does this really cool thing where she's showing that she's has emotion while also showing that she isn't she doesn't allowed rec- to process it. She doesn't it recognize it. Yeah, I really like that. She's doing such a good job. Um, so, yeah, so after that... Uh, it the, it the, reminds me of the other currently airing HBO
0: show, Where he's by Wolves, where Mother, the android, starts to say, like, I feel this hurt inside, and she doesn't know how to process yeah. like that.
1: The girl who she had a bit of a rapport with, or at least that she was overhearing in the class, comes over to her, has a bit of, like, a conversation, and invites her out while, like, holding her hand very softly. Yeah. And it's, like, the first time that I think Jia has actually registered affection. It's the first time we see it portrayed yeah. f- towards her. And we're not really sure what's going to happen, but the girl asked Jia to go out. We do know that... So the friend is with the last one of Jia's speed dating people. Yes. And they just ask her out. Jia goes with her. And then we just go to a scene where uh, there's a guy at the bar. Yep. And Jia sees the guy. She is at the bar dressed up. She, you, looks, yeah. she looks good. looks great.
0: She looks good all the time. She's Jamie tongue.
1: So yeah. yeah. Um, Even but, as a Purple floating alien I will take it Yeah
0: um, And she makes eyes at him mm-hmm. And he makes eyes at her Yep And next thing we see
1: Just walk into a bedroom
0: Walking into a very I I immediately looked at it And was like This looks ritualistic the Yeah The bed looks like an altar she lights one candle, and suddenly, every candle in the perimeter of the room lights up as dude, well.
1: Dude does not care.
0: He doesn't care. He's no, into it. He's into it. She she de- she disrobes, gets on the bed, and just looks at him. They haven't
1: spoken. No. And we she, haven't seen him speak on screen. She has like this really seductive pose going oh, on. Yeah. He walks over. He undresses quickly. Yep. Walks over and just like slowly touches her. And then just... They get into it. And then just gets on her and in her. And then... Go for it. Uh, you see...
0: <laughs> uh, a tendril—you uh-huh. don't know what it is yet—but mm. a furred tendril extend from Jamie Chung and penetrate him in the rear.
1: Yeah, while they're doing it, she has the same glazed look on yep. her face. You can see is, his face in her he's eyes. He's finishing. <laughs> he's doing his thing. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's getting on. And yeah, go ahead. And a finish tendril it out.
0: comes out from her mm-hmm. and impales him, mm-hmm. and then another tendril comes from her ear and then another from the opposite ear and mm-hmm. then from her nostrils mm-hmm. and then from her eyes yeah and they
1: latch onto him at various points including the eyes and the ears and the nostrils mm-hmm. she sees a now you do know that at the end of the scene she does have one coming out of every orifice yes yeah okay
0: the mouth as well yeah 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 you yeah. uh, have yeah, quite literally every mm-hmm. orifice mm-hmm. you see a, you see a silhouette of her lifting him above her mm-hmm. suspended only by the power of these yeah you see from her point of view, his memories flash through her mind. Yeah. He screams a bit and then dissolves into a, a human amount of blood and just, just splashes down just all, all over explodes her. explodes on her. It's a great shot. Great. It's a great sequence.
1: Yeah. Caught me wildly off guard. I was not expecting any of this.
0: I was I was watching it as it was happening and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then yeah. they come out of her eyes and I just go,
1: whoa! Yeah, it was audible From her eyes to his eyes and then seeing his life, like him on top of Everest or whatever. and He's climbing some, a mountain, he yeah. has a daughter. Yeah.
0: He's being successful. And then her mom comes in and goes... Ten more. hmm
1: <laughs> Just ten more. So then we're going to cut to a propaganda cartoon about how people can't make you feel a certain way, and if they do, they're bad. Um, and Gia's back in the theater, and the movie that plays after that is Easter Parade, which is mm-hmm. another Judy Garland cartoon. Um, now we know that it's obviously later in the, in, in the year, so... Um, now, as the movie's starting, there's shaking theater. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's like an earthquake or something. The film the burns. The film burns up, and everyone just runs outside, and all you can hear is America's here to fight for America's your America's here, baby. America's
0: here to fight and for you your If you know freedom. how the Korean War goes, that's not a good thing in this, <laughs> not case, good in this
1: context. And they're, like, just littering these pamphlets everywhere.
0: pamphlets. Their tanks are rolling through the middle
1: of the street. It's disgusting.
0: They're shouting out, No need to be alarmed. America's here to fight for your freedom. And it's
1: so odd because the scene right before that, everyone's pretty peaceful. Everyone's living their life. You know, she's at a the theater. Things are doing their thing. And then... <clears throat> Thank goodness America comes to save people. True. <laughs> in, in in a historical context, it's not so peaceful. But
0: it did not get better necessarily when America Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying. America well, yes. made it
1: worse. Yes. Um. So we go back home and we have this brief conversation about how the mom is using anchovies instead of meat. Now we know that they're getting like more and more fallen behind financially yeah. because you know, beef is hard to come beef by. Beef is hard to come by. Yeah. I had
0: to use something to flavor the broth. Right.
1: And then the talk quickly just goes right to this explosion. Um, and the mom is, is surprised that Gia can remember the guy's memories, mm-hmm. which, well, how did you feel about that? I mean, I, I guess, I guess at this point of the show, you're like, well, why would she? Right. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that, that's not really that much of a question. Um, but apparently from that scene, we get the idea that it's been... It's been a couple months. She said you haven't brought somebody home in a couple months. The cr- the on-screen
0: text when it shows the American says summer 1950.
1: Yeah. So it's been about yeah three months since the yeah. last one, and we get the idea that um, she needs she only needs two more souls. Yes. To get this. The hundred. progression
0: is that she has gotten further in reaching 100, which you don't know what happens yet.
1: Yeah. There was a very interesting scene where Jia was kind of saying that it's because the American soldiers. The mom doesn't really like the American soldiers as much. Yes. Um, but... She doesn't like occupiers, and the Americans are occupiers. Yes, she makes a reference that the Americans are just like the Jax, yep. as far as raping women that yep. they're supposed to be protecting. So, it's...
0: And, it, I mean, she's right. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. No I, no, I wasn't fighting that. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, this, this, the portrayal of the Korean War is definitely not a pro-American one. Right. This, is, this is a good representation, from what I've heard, for this era in Korea's
1: history. Sure, but let me ask you a question. Yeah. How do you feel about her not liking occupiers when, in all actuality, she performed an occupation on her own daughter? She made something <sighs> take over her daughter's yeah. land and everything about it yeah. for her own good, but she then fights that.
0: There's, there's a strong implication that she was not necessarily aware of the deal she was making.
1: I she might said fight your, that. Your
0: daughter is going to... It said the price is huge, and she says like I didn't know
1: what the price was. She said I didn't think the price was this high. Right. I feel that she knew what was going on. It's very clear throughout the show that the mom is a bad person.
0: Yeah, I so wouldn't fight
1: that. I will say that she knew something, maybe not everything, but I'm not going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. I don't
0: know that I'm going to. I don't know that I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt.
1: Okay. But
0: she is clearly dealing with forces that she does not comprehend and yeah. did not expect.
1: Fair. And this is the first reference of. The the mudang, yeah, or the mudang. I'm it's definitely a, not saying that right.
0: Uh, magic worker,
1: right? Like a shaman. Yeah, and, and we we get to see the shaman later on. We're gonna cut from this scene into a very full and very noisy hospital. It
0: is act. It is an active war zone hospital.
1: Yeah, full of soldiers that are all. I mean, blood is everywhere, and this is really the first time, other than a couple of small instances that. Racism shows up. Now that the Americans are here, you know they start calling people just very mm-hmm. awful slurs. And one of the soldiers grabs Jia's arm, twists it, like pr- tries to break it. Uh, that's when her friend comes over. He and helps doesn't her. want her to treat him, right? Yeah, because she's because she's Korean. Yeah, ridiculous. Jia's friend, whose name is Youngja. Youngja. Yeah, uh, definitely, probably not saying that right either. But as her, we're friend we're doing is,
0: our best to pronounce these. Yeah, Dylan speak both-
1: Spanish. Neither one of us speak Korean. Um, as, <laughs> you as throw him a, under the bus here next to for the future, I'm sure. Hey, you always, anyway, you, you always take the Spanish stuff. Um, so, as Gia's friend is, is grabbing more stuff, this Orly comes over and whispers something into her ear. Which, what, what did you think about that?
0: Um, I I assumed it was work related. Honestly,
1: yeah. Just the way Gia received it, it seemed a bit odd to me. Yeah. Um there it goes to a cut of them walking home through the streets mm-hmm. and they uh, are only talking about the guy that was doing the whispering and yep. how he's an orderly whatever and uh, uh, Youngja is kind of thinking that she's she wants to like, kind of date her or something but it turns out she's just like hey what's up with this dude blah blah, blah. Yeah. you don't know what she's talking about and that's when the friend they have the conversation with the mother mm-hmm. and how the friend is saying like, hey your mother doesn't like this kind of stuff or? she
0: wants you to she what is it she's more concerned about what she wants than what you want to be or yeah something, like, something along those lines I'm assuming well I assume that young jaw was coming up from the perspective of Jia trying to tell her that she was maybe gay oh because young jaw is telling her that not telling her but young is concerned that Jia has found out she's communist yeah which
1: is no because they're currently fighting China at this point Do you think that there's any way Yongja was communist, and that's why that orderly was talking, or probably not? Huh. I think it's probably left ambiguous because, for our sake, their conversation gets cut Mm -hmm. by people yelling, "Kill the communists!" I think. I don't think she's.
0: I don't. I think they leave it ambiguous intentionally. But personally, I don't know that she is strictly communist. I think she is homosexual. Korean. Yeah. I think she is like just like, look at what we're becoming.
1: Right. Uh, Let
0: everybody coexist.
1: Yeah, so once again, that conversation was cut off by uh, just a mob yelling, kill the communists, and they just hang a dude. They lynch a man. Yeah, just right there. Um, then talk goes back to uh, them kind of being the same, but being different to everyone else, mm-hmm. which, yeah, now that I think about it, I guess, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that at all. <laughs> that's right, I that's really fine. read that all as like, oh, there's multiple of these spirits. I'm a Naruto fan. If there's a nine-tailed beast, <laughs> there's every tail sure, beast. Sure. Uh, i was wrong. Gia sees an American and then uh... well the Americans don't
0: do anything when they are hanging up this man when they're stringing up this man yeah the Americans don't do anything and they point out look they're not doing anything either
1: right and then she looks at one dude and she just gives him the look of I'm a female Mm -hmm. and he obviously reads that as you're attracted to me oh yeah I want a hump and that quickly goes into just another cleaning up she's scene clean,
0: her mom is her, her quote unquote mom yeah. is cleaning up the blood from the
1: aftermath yep. and she's like well oh, only one more one and more and that's when Gia starts asking about her father for pretty much the first time and the mother says that father hurt the daughter and mm-hmm. for that reason they summoned a monster to kill him yeah and at this point I was thinking like alright well it's obviously if, if she has memories of the dad then it's gotta be sexually," and that was really kind of grossing yep. me out um. but apparently the mom tells Gia that she can't feel love or really can't feel anything yeah. her, which I think is
0: more I think it's a cultural thing that she's coming she's like according to my own beliefs you shouldn't be feeling that right
1: but I think it's also self-imposed yes I think Gia's were making herself not feel things oh yeah um, um. and then yeah, Gia refuses to take another soul The mom, that's when she, the mom, talks about how the shaman said the price is high, but the mom didn't think it was going to be this high. And what we kind of get the idea is that she needs a hundred souls to be removed from the mom's daughter's body. Right. So pretty much the mom summoned this monster to go into her to kill the dad for raping the daughter, Mm -hmm. but now she has to kill 99 more men to become regular again. Yep. That's intense.
0: And- Very cool story the mom is convinced uh, Gia's, at least the spirit that is Jia mm-hmm. is convinced that there is no remnant of the daughter left in the body. Yeah. Whereas the mom is like you were singing that butterfly song, I taught that to her. And then Jia hits her with like, no, that's what your daughter was singing when your husband was dot dot dot.
1: Yeah. And so completely
0: just rips out, out from underneath
1: her. Yeah, does not have a memory of the mom teaching the song. The song Has a memory of the daughter singing it yep. while being raped.
0: Did you... So, uh, research on the kumiho spirit. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything much? I can go into that a little I bit. I mean,
1: you can definitely go into it.
0: Uh, for those who don't know, the kumiho is... Um, in a lot of East Asian lore and myths, there's the idea of the nine-tailed fox spirit. Uh, you might know it as... Um, The Kitsune in Japanese Mm -hmm. culture, or the Hulijing in
1: Chinese. Or the Naruto on Crunchyroll.
0: Yes. Um, (laughs) uh, In Korean culture, they are generally depicted as malevolent spirits who are fox spirit shapeshifters who transform into the body of a beautiful young woman in order to kill and eat human flesh, hearts, livers, etc. Um, The myth apparently originated in China. And in Chinese and Japanese lore, they tend to be a little bit more either or on the moral axis. In Korea, they do tend to be portrayed as malignant, mm. and some people. Be- but there are early texts that show that they can be playful. So some people believe that starting in the Korean War during Japanese occupation, that it took on a more negative tone. Um, so they are obviously playing with that myth in this episode which I thought was really interesting because I expected to stick to Lovecraftian stuff. Yeah, completely. And he never touched any sort of Asian myth. No. So I, I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that they were bringing in world culture myths. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, but I do like what happens right after that scene, which is Gia's pretty much telling the mom, hey, this thing chose you because you're weak, because this man was going to do this. So it was really, it saw an opportunity. Yeah, it was really cool the way that it was it was brought back to actually being, like, the spirit's fault, not like yeah. mom didn't do this. So then we're going to cut to um, some Koreans walking through a soldier camp, and the truck of the nurses gets stopped mm-hmm. by some army dudes, Yeah, and they're made to get on their knees, and they're given a whole bunch of weird information about possibly one of them being a spy. Mm-hmm.
0: A communist spy. Yeah,
1: and they whittle it down to being on their shift, so that's why the... Yep army dudes think it's that. So, they quickly interrogate one of the girls and she just says, no, she's not a communist. Let's Which, straight up
0: shoot one first. Well, he
1: asks her, are you communist? We don't know if she oh, speaks yeah. English. Yeah. She says no or shakes mm-hmm. her head and they shoot her. Yeah. Then they go over to the person mm-hmm. right next to Geop. Yeah. And the gun jams. Yeah. He asks for... He asks for a private, yeah. And Tick walks it's over. The first appearance of Tick chronologically in the show. And he walks over and... Uh... He shoots her. Yeah. So they're about to shoot Gia. Yeah. Take points the gun right at her, and then the the friend gets in front and says, "No, no, I'm a communist," and they knock her out. They shoot two people first. Oh, right, they shoot two people first, and then they and knock then it out, goes out to Gia. Gia. Right, right. And that's when they knock the the friend out, and they mm-hmm. take her, and Gia is distraught. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Crying, wait, and they just drag her away.
1: Awful. Just that, such an awful scene. Then cuts to fall
0: 1950. 1950.
1: So, the theater that Jay went, or the theater that uh, GI went to, went down to mm-hmm. now is, is closed up. Uh, the the words on it say "Red owner slash communist sympathizer." So now they're you know our government or <laughs> oh, their yeah. government or I guess it was in Korean. So
0: the, the whole coalition
1: Nobody likes communists. No. Oh, not 1950? Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, no one's a fan of communists. Um, but now we see that pretty much everything around them is worse. The hospital's worse. Yeah. There's more blood everywhere. Uh, Gia then, on her shift, sees Tick in a bed, and he is messed up. He's got roughed up. Yeah, his hand's messed up. Mm-hmm. He's got bandages everywhere. Yeah. Um, and she looks fierce. She's pissed. She is. Heated. Later, yeah. she says that it was a lightning bolt of hatred. Yeah. Which was such a passionate word. Very evocative. Um, so she has to go outside, and she looks down at all the blood in her hands, and it's pretty apparent that she's just kind of processing everything, mm-hmm. which at this point, I was thinking like, well, she's not supposed to have feelings. Right. But she's feeling she's a lot. She's very clearly She's feeling emoting. a lot. Uh, now it's nighttime, and Jia is just staring a tick. And he puts on these busted glasses, and he's got a bad hand, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to read, and he cannot. Yeah. And he just throws his glass out of frustration. Starts crying. Yeah. And you can tell yeah. that just throwing the glasses hurts him, and then everything just lets out, and he just starts crying. And Gia's is just staring at him.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's just watching.
1: Yeah, so we cut to Jia, uh, and she's talking to her mom about the fact that she's going to take one more soldier. Yep, I'm going to take it from an American soldier. American soldier, so we know it's Tick, and that's weird. So we go right back to the hospital, and uh, Gia's taking care of Tick's bed, and I guess he's supposed to be leaving or something, I'm not really sure, but she's cleaning and making his bed, and he's trying to help her. He- she says that she needs to turn his bed. Oh, just turn a bed. And he's like trying to trying to help and he like falls or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he can't do that. So he grabs his book and he just says, hey, can you just read this to me? And it because of his glasses mostly, but it makes it seem like he wants to know how the story ends. Yeah. And this was one of the most endearing scenes. It's because pretty, yeah. she just, she blasts him right away and she criticizes mm-hmm. the writing of the book. Yeah. <laughs> which is very cool. And Tick, like a boss, just tells her, well, that's how the movie goes. And we already know that he's read the whole book. He knows how the ending, but the movie's different, and she doesn't know that. And I think that's so cute, and I think that's one of the things that kind of pops her onto his side. Um, They have
0: some gentle flirting.
1: Yeah, they do, yeah. And then uh, we go to, I guess, the the nurse is kind of playing with a ball outside, and the ball goes over, rolls over to Tick. And she has this conversation about why, well, she, she has a really good... Rapport and banter about movies with, mm-hmm. you know, Tick and, and the guy that Tick's with. But then she gets down to, why are you guys doing this?
0: Well, because the guy Tick is with is also...
1: Yeah. He's American-Korean. American-Korean, right. And he said that he was drafted.
0: mm mm-hmm. Whereas
1: Tick... Talk, talk to
0: this guy. He volunteered. Yeah. And she looks at him Just like... Just stares he, at him, yeah. Bastard. Um, and then he says, well, books were my escape. And eventually, the only thing that got me out of there was over here
1: right and he was talking a lot about how racism is yeah. in america and yes. how poor it is and that's why he wanted to kind of leave but he said that army has taught him some very very bad yeah. things and during
0: you know during world uh world war ii the germans used propaganda for black soldiers being like hey if you come to germany you won't be treated that way oh yeah
1: yeah that's filthy yeah because yeah, i mean they were <laughs> yes yeah they were treated pretty badly almost everywhere always yeah um she does do this cute thing where she asks if they've met Judy Garland just because they're American, yeah. and that's when Tick kind of goes into, hey, look, I'm yeah. black.
0: <laughs> they don't... Nah. People don't
1: treat us the same. Um, so she sits down, and they talk, and they talk so much that Tick is healed, uh, and when you see her at the it's, book... It's a cut. Yeah. yeah. It, it, they, it, they do a time skip. It's a clever time skip, and they use his wounds yeah. as, uh, uh, as the time And progress on the book, relatively Right, speaking. because yeah. close to them, they get, yeah, they get in the book, um... And uh, Gia is starting to tell Tick about her mom and how much the mom doesn't really like her and Tick's like, I like you the way you are. Yeah. And that's cute.
0: There's, they're they're bonding. No, but and she's having second thoughts. But
1: here's the thing though, like, are they setting up a bit of a love triangle here? Because this is really Tick's first woman. Yep. Whereas Letty is not. Not. Well, but Tick is Letty's first. Yep. So there's that. It's we'll re- see. It's weird. As this far as we here. know,
0: Letty's human. And then, next we see, Gia is outside of the American camp, yeah. dressed up. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, I'm here to see Tick." And then Tick's buddy comes out and is like, "Oh, well, it was a change of plans. Come with me."
1: Yeah, I. I, was, I thought it was sinister. I was very nervous yeah. because the one guy was like, hey, let me get her next. And he's like, if she can still walk after this. And I'm like, oh, I don't like any of this.
0: Honestly, at that point, I was like, okay. I, that's when I thought it lost the sinister, sinister touch because he, he responds very much in kind in a way that it's like, I am supposed to portray this persona.
1: Yeah, I get it. I definitely could see it like that, but I could also see him in his just thawing up machismo because whatever. Yes. I felt bad. Yes, I, out I agree. was not bad at all. Ends up being adorable. Pretty cute. And, like, light goes... She, so he puts her into a tent, and he's like, just do not move. And nothing good is, is in the feeling. And then this bright light hits her, and Tick is in his... Uh, Isn't his, his dress. His good-looking dress uniform. And he's got this flower. And he, with the help of Uncle George... Set up the movie that she yeah. wanted to see. Yeah. The movie that she mentioned earlier. He
0: charms his way out of getting his soul stolen. Luckily. Spoiler. I, not really spoilers, but I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got game.
1: He. This is a good move. This yeah. Is, this is cool because. And it endears Tick back to
0: the audience after seeing what he's done, yeah. which is important. Right. Because up until recently, he's a bad dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's not very goodness. Um, Well, it's it's also a slight commentary on the dehumanization that war and the military provides. That doesn't necessarily justify
1: it. True, because we see some stuff later on too. You're like, yes, he was in.
0: He has been involved in various acts. Yeah,
1: just yeah, some not good stuff. Either way, yes. But the good thing about this, the tick that we get in this Mm -hmm. episode, it feels like a younger Tick. Yes. Which is really cool the way that happens because there's a couple scenes, especially when they have the first infant scene, Mm -hmm. where he reads very young. Oh yeah. Like he comes off as like a teenager and he's very apprehensive and nervous and seeing how powerful he's been Chronologically, it's
0: not even four years. It's less than, it's like three or less years from when the show starts.
1: Yeah. So it's cute to see that she meets him after he has grown violently, Mm -hmm. but she helps him grow emotionally. Humanly. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Well, while she's not a human. Yeah. Yeah, Really cool. Turns um, out the
0: real monster is man. Oh, it's, the,
1: <laughs> it's the journey the whole way. They sit and watch a movie, and then they kiss. Yeah. Gi gets up and suggests to Tick just pretty much about some sex. Yeah. And they go, uh... They're in the room making out, and that's when Tick reveals that he's a virgin. You're my first, or something like that. So, this, yeah, is time, this is my first time. Something along those and lines. She's like, that's not mine. No. <laughs>
0: We're not slut shaming fox spirits. Here. No.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Tick kind of goes into a little bit of telling her how he feels about her, and he open up emotionally. And uh, Gia tells her that she feels something for Tick also, which once again, this is just letting us know that the mom is not being truthful in the things that she told Gia about yeah. all of her stuff. So they're kind of like necking a little bit. They're making out, and you can tell like Gia's fighting something, and then she just tells Tick to leave. She's like, you gotta get out of here. Yes,
0: they cut it short.
1: Yeah. And that's the first time that we hear... So the, the mom comes in and reminds her that Tick killed her friend. Straight up. Yeah. And that really uh, sinks in, because she, she makes a couple moves after that's this. the entire reason she went after him in the first place. And then she calls her a real monster and spits in her face. Yeah. And I think that she's only upset... Why do you think the mom's so upset? You turned my daughter into a whore, is what she says. Yeah. So she's now she thinks that Jia is a full monster, just the demon. And she- well, I don't even think that. I think she's upset
0: about the reality of what she's had to do in her daughter's body. Yeah. What the spirit's done since she brought her in. And I think a lot of it is her projecting herself, loathing over this decision she yeah, made.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair.
0: I don't I don't endorse that. Yeah. Don't, not at all. Uh you should really you should really read the fine print before you sign a devil's contract. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> oh, great. like come on guys. I know it's nineteen fifties, but this is
1: amateur hour. We've been deal- doing
0: deals with demons since the At least the dawn of time. At least the dawn of time. Yeah. yeah. And
1: honestly, like if you're gonna deal with a shape shifting fox that wants some sex out of people, expect the worst. Yeah. It's not gonna be all yeah. bits and gravy. No. That's not a saying. Bits and gravy? Yeah, I don't know why that came out of my mouth.
2: Biscuits I guess I was gonna say
1: biscuits and gravy. I like mm. biscuits and gravy I love biscuits and gravy Oh uh, man So after this we're gonna cut to the base And Gio's waiting for Tick outside And Tick just walks up And just pretty much says Look you gotta go Quickly He's upset He's embarrassed And that's when she just hops on Tick I'm like yo you killed my friend and She
0: drops everything
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he's like why did you do You made me fall in love with you You made me like you You came after me Why'd you do this And she was like look I look, was gonna kill you I was gonna kill you
0: <laughs> Flat yeah. Yeah. They're,
1: they, Hey they have, they have
0: I will say one thing for them they have really good communication skills. They put it all out on the table and they work it out.
1: Yeah. And then she says one of the cutest lines of this whole show, which is, we can be the people that we see in each other. Yeah. And it kind of goes down to, we're all monsters, let's be the best version yeah, of this let's monster be, the best ver- be. Let's be the best monster. Yeah. Let's be Toho Godzilla. Yeah. Tit grabs her and then he kisses her. Yeah. They, they, yeah. And then they go to their new movie theater. Yeah. And they get it on. And it's passionate and it's cute. Yeah. And he finishes and she holds him. And it's it's adorable. Because she. The. It is interesting to think that there's been 99 other men. Yeah. In on her. Yeah. And this is the first time that she's probably shown any man. Yeah. Any kind of emotion afterwards. Well,
0: and I wanted to touch on the portrayal of sex scenes so far in this show. Because this one is gentle. Yeah, and very real. Real, Yeah, and it is loving. Yeah. And so far with all the Tick and Letty scenes, two out of three of them have not been that way. I agree. So it's interesting to see, first off, the evolution of Tick's treatment of women. Yeah. And how it eventually does seem to reach a point where they've become kind of even footing. Yeah. And then to show him at his earliest point with a woman, starting off like that immediately.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is It is odd that he goes into aggressive roughness later on, but we also don't know what happened in the last couple of years. years. Either way. Yes, you're right. So we're going to cut to the mom's house, and Gia well, enters. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Gia enters, and the mom is ignoring her now, and she, that's when she calls her a whore and all that stuff. Yeah. And then Gia confronts her about not caring for her mm-hmm. and making excuses, yeah. and just because of this, like, you don't get to treat me bad, and... Yeah, Giaz is in her face. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. You're not um, my real mom. Yeah. And that's when she kind of lets out that she has, you know, she's feeling true. She is feeling something. And mom throws what she is back in her face. Yeah. He's not going to like you if he knows what you are. Yeah. Which is so manipulative and so filthy. It is. Especially from a daughter, uh, a parent. We're going to hard cut to Winter 1950. Yeah. Now, Tick and Gia, they're being super cute in the snow. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah, they're doing their thing. Snowballing. And then we go kind of into Jia reading her origin story. She's reading the story, yeah. the, the, the yeah. myth story of the of the fox. And Tick kind of cuts her off by saying that he can leave now because he has enough like, army bucks. He, he's very whatever. clearly
0: sitting on this, and he goes like, hey, I got up enough credits. I can go home. Yeah. And, uh, and she is... I, it is immediate that she knows what that means. Yeah. And I and don't know whether they're implying that as a spirit she can't leave Korea. But there's the very strong implication that she does not expect to go with him.
1: Yeah, she Even does. though he offers. He does. And he even offers to stay. and She, she s- tells him not to. Yeah. She tells him not to. Um, yeah, they have this weird little thing about whether... Yeah, she, she doesn't want to go with him. She doesn't really want him to stay. And I guess it's because he's deciding or she... She probably knows that eventually... like Because the one woman said, like, eventually... It's going to happen. Yes. You're
0: going to lose control at some point. So they start to... eh, They They become intimate. They start to get into it
1: again. And uh, Gia's letting herself go. Yeah. She's letting herself into it. She's feeling the ecstasy and the emotion. And uh, tails start coming out of her face. And she grabs them. She tries to stop them. Yeah. One of them
0: lunges at him, and she pulls it off course. Yeah. And then...
1: It gets them. They get on him. So she starts getting his old memories just like the the guys we saw before. Um, And then... When she kicks him off though... She still gets some more memories. Well, they're not. I guess predictions.
0: You don't think they're mem. You think they're memories at first.
1: Right. They, they, and they then. They read like memories, but they're a thing. Like, you see one of Letty. And then you see Letty. And you see, well, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's when it kind of breaks off, and, and she tells Tick that if he leaves, he's going to die. Yeah. She says, don't go. Don't go. You can't go. You're going to die. Yes. Which is what his ring says. Yes. Which we know that now. His memories that he has, like, he has one of his mom. Mm -hmm. He has one of being beaten by his dad. He's one of torturing soldiers. He's one of torturing somebody, yeah. Yeah. And then the forward ones, we see him with another woman. Mm -hmm. We see him buying a ticket to Chicago, which means that the woman was before Chicago. Yep. Then we see him with Letty. Yep. Then we see him strapped to some machine. tied up or something. and he is... Not having a good time, and he dies. Yeah, we see him die, mm-hmm. and that's what she saw. Me. She goes, "Hey, if you go there, you're going to die." And
0: he is freaking out, freaking out. He has <laughs> appropriately, ta- I would yeah, say. There's
1: tails in his eyes. Yeah, he can't, can't. He's naked. Her. He's been tail whacked. You can't be tail whacked. No, man, I'm not into that. There's a
0: safe <laughs> word for that. Yeah, tick's going
1: wild. She's crying for him. She doesn't want him to go because no. she does care for him.
0: She, 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 she has the feeling that she has messed up by losing control.
1: Yeah, which and, in
0: the context, kinda.
1: Yeah. Now it's nighttime. The mom gets home. She looks in the sex room, and it's not bloody. Yep. <laughs> so she goes past that, and she sees Jia in a different room, and Jia is She's crying. distraught. Really upset. And the mom sits down and actually comforts her for the first time. hmm And it's the first, I guess, the second time that Jia's been shown any kind of emotion and... Affection. Desperately needed. Yeah. We're going to cut to the mom and Jia walking through the snow... With an audio playing of a conversation of Judy it's Garland. Judy
0: Garland during an interview. Yeah. Where she sh- talked about her early experience dealing with show business. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: and how crappy women have always had it. Yeah. It's it, it just keep implying that, pretty much no matter where you're from, unless you're like a white man, you've had it yeah. tough for a long time. Yeah. Um, but the mom and and are walking around the beautiful cottages in the snow. There's some great like uh, cherry blossom trees everywhere, oh, yeah. and that's when Gia sees a fox just standing right there. Yeah. And the lady comes out of this little cottage, and we know now that that's the shaman. Mm-hmm. And she can, like, she's making all the leaves go around yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
0: the blossoms.
1: Yeah. Uh, you want to go into the scene?
0: Uh, so, yeah, this is this seems like the mother taking her back to the shaman who originally made her inhabit the body. Yeah. And the shaman tells Jia, you saw this. You, you saw this because of the way you feel for him the same way you feel for who you call your mother your mortal concerns are meaningless yeah she has a slip of paper and we don't see what's on it but she burns it and the ashes float off as she says you're going to see countless more deaths before your journey ends
1: yeah and there was a scene while well, there was that one little thing that she says that you haven't connected with your dark side oh or, yeah yeah I don't I don't understand what that means because if it was just one more soul it would have been over by now maybe. but I guess that soul would have maybe put her too into too much of the darkness yeah. So, yeah, and,
0: and that's then the, it. And then the episode cuts to credits. And then it cuts to credits. And it plays uh, Cinterman. Yeah, yeah.
1: Great, great song. It's good.
0: It's good. It seemed, it's their it's their standard end credits. Yeah, scene.
1: and it, yeah. Once you hear, you like Man, that's this song. That's Lovecraft. I what a good episode. It was it was a real surprise. Yeah, very fantastic. It was a swerve in the right direction. Yeah. Or,
0: Judging by the upcoming next week on, it looks like it's going to swerve.
1: Real far in the other direction. I didn't watch it yet. I did. So, next episode is called I Am. Yes. And what did you pick up from the next week on? It's a Hippolyta-focused episode.
0: Oh, cool. Ooh. That's all I'm going to say. All right. That's all I'm going to say for you. That means the back. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Well, she,
1: she's she got the sure. word. we got to know about that. That's cool. Ah, oh, man. So, do you think because we got this episode now that we're going to see Gia... Uh, in America? So here's here's my thoughts on that. And this also
0: has to tie into Yahima. I hope Yahima does come back because I think they are very... They're a fascinating character. And... There's something to be said about representation and killing off a character like that immediately. And I hope Jia comes back. And it seems like there's more to it.
1: Ugh. I'm excited, man. Yeah. Well, we have four more episodes?
0: Four Seven, more. Nine, ten. Yeah. Seven, eight,
1: nine, ten. It's good. Yeah. It's getting good.
0: I am... We don't d- have a synopsis for it Do No, we? not yet no. Well, HBO doesn't have Interesting that either. they're doing that It's, it's weird. Said, The same thing happened with uh, Raised by Wolves The first yeah. five had synopses And now the six Well, they 10 also drop They drop
1: that in a weird rate They do two episodes every Thursday Yeah, it's so
0: weird yeah. I like
1: it, but it's interesting
0: yeah.
1: <sighs> Alright, man fo- Looking forward Good stuff Looking forward, yeah Well, that's it That's yeah. our review yeah. It's uh, Some Nobodies Reviewing Lovecraft Country Episode 6 Yes Meet me in Daigoo We're big fans. If you want to hear anything else that we're doing or see what we're doing or whatever it is that you think that we're doing, you can always go over to www.somenobodies.com and that's all of our stuff. If you want to help us and support our shows and our upcoming ventures, you can always go to patreon.com backslash some nobodies. Uh, if you want to hear other podcasts, we just finished up season one of podcast podcast, the podcast show. We sure did. We also pretty much recently wrapped up season one of Silicon Angels, our scripted slash improv uh, sci-fi future featurette. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And you can always catch us on uh, Sundays on ibm.tv or on YouTube where we have our live show every Sunday. Talking upstream. (laughs) Talking over each other. Talking over each other on and upstream. Um, Yep, that's 2.30 Mountain Time, 4.30 Eastern Time. We appreciate you guys.
0: We really do. Thanks for
1: listening. Bye. Take it easy. I don't know exactly what it all means.
0: But God, it feels real.
2: I think Epilida knows we lied to her. If she's going where this thing's leading her, she's in danger. I want to know everything. Freedom. Now that I'm tasting it, I see
1: what I was robbed of. I am Epilida. I am Hippolyta.